the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Investing. Um... I, Tanya, the movie, It's you might have heard, it's on Tanya Harding, and a lot of people are upset that we're kind of forgiving her and uh, making a movie that kind of tells her side of the story. Um, so that's out there. She has had, if you follow her career, she has had a lot of odd jobs, and that's where I become kind of fascinated with her. Because it makes me think of all the odd jobs that I've had. Um, she lives in rural Washington with her husband, a heating and air conditioning worker she married in 2010. She sometimes joins her husband on construction projects, but mostly is a stay-at-home mom to their only child. She got a small fee for letting the writer of I, Tanya option the rights of her story. $1,500 is how much she's made on the film. She'll make a percentage of the film's profits, but the former champion is more interested in setting the record straight. That she basically had a crappy childhood. And, um, you know, at one point in time, you know, she worked as a commentator on The World's Dumbest, which was a cops-inspired reality show, which had a lot of D-list star power like Gary Busey and Danny Bonaducci, as well as Tanya Harding. She did Fox's Celebrity Boxing, where she squared off against Paula Jones, who had an affair with Bill Clinton. She was appointed the America's bad girl. So... Uh, in Inside Edition, uh, the TV show in 1994 basically gave her um, $600,000 for a quick interview. So, kind of odd jobs, right? What odd jobs are you doing? I saw that Walmart's raising their starting wage, and that's good. You know, it's not the greatest story in the world, but it's it's nice. Um, Walmart raising its starting wage to $11 from $9. That'll help a lot of people. Obviously, Walmart's a big employer. Producer prices slipped one-tenth of a percent on cheaper food. South Korea plans to ban cryptocurrency trading. That's fascinating. What happens if the U.S. does the same thing? South Korea's government said today it plans to ban cryptocurrency trading, sending Bitcoin prices plummeting and throwing the virtual coin market into turmoil. The clampdown in South Korea, which is a crucial source of global demand for cryptocurrency, came as policymakers around the world are struggling to regulate an asset whose value has skyrocketed over the last year. Do you pay taxes on your gains with cryptocurrencies? The quote out of South Korea's justice minister, he said, there are great concerns regarding virtual currencies, and the justice ministry is basically preparing a bill to ban cryptocurrency trading through exchanges. Uh, once a bill is drafted, legislation for an outright ban of virtual coin trading will require a majority vote of the two, total 297 members of the National Assembly. 
So you saw a big, 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 big uh, sell-off. Local price of Bitcoin plunged as much as 21% after the minister's comments. It still trades at around a 30% premium to other countries. Their Bitcoin does. Um, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty nuts. You know, Bitcoin was up 1,500% last year, and it's stoked huge demand for cryptocurrency, drawing college students to housewives, sparking worries about a gambling addiction. It's a regulatory conundrum. There's right now a dozen cryptocurrency exchanges in South Korea. The proliferation of virtual currency and the accompanying trading frenzy have raised eyebrows amongst regulators globally, though many central banks have refrained from supervising cryptocurrencies themselves. If the United States did it, your cryptocurrency goes to zero. And South Korea did it, and South Korea is not, they're not backwards. They're progressive, in my opinion. Red Ramen is limiting busboys as restaurants combat minimum wage hikes. So the busboy position is being eliminated. Hmm. Minimum wage increases have taken effect in 18 states and 20 cities across the nation this month. Uh, casual dining chain Red Robin Gourmet. It's tough to put the word gourmet in Red Robin, but you got it. They're going to eliminate busboys at 570 restaurant locations, a move that is expected to save the company an estimated $8 million. So that's an example of we want a livable wage, but now we're going to eliminate busboys. Right? We want a livable wage. We want restaurants to do the right thing, but restaurants also will come out and say, we're going to cut busboys and we're going to make waiters and waitresses bust their own tables. So Red Robin, from an employee standpoint, just cut $8 million worth of labor, in my opinion. The interesting thing about the wage hike, minimum wage hike, is that those that made the decision to do it did it on behalf of the employee. When intentions are good and you can't appease everybody, someone is going to be eventually on the short end of the stick. So remember the markets. Remember um, the marches on uh, fast food, by fast food employees demanding a livable wage. Well, what's going to happen is, in my opinion, is as minimum wages go higher and higher, you're going to see restaurants like McDonald's automate more and more. There's a company out there right now that's already selling robots that can flip hamburgers. So I don't think this stops. I think it continues. Initial claims came out today, and they once again point to a healthy, healthy market. Um, in my opinion, consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned on the show. Uh, Byron Wien's out there saying that a 15% correction, 10 to 15% market pullback is unavoidable. Sentiment is bordering up on euphoric right now. His comments come as stocks fail to extend their six-day win streak. The Dow, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ all closed lower for the first time this year. The market needs to have some kind of correction. There are some excesses in it, so he thinks it's going to happen. Now, that's tough to say, because we got the tax cut at the end of the year, and the market's kind of been on fire ever since then. I know that on February 13th, Apple's going to meet, and they're going to, they got earnings coming out in late January, early February. Then a couple weeks later, they're going to meet, and they're going to decide, do they increase their dividend? Do they do more buybacks? What does it look like? Do they buy back debt? Do they do a one-time special dividend with lots of cash? Um, and I think at that point in time, we're going to start seeing the effects of the, the lower tax rate and the repatriating money into the United States. So that's kind of coming. And then maybe that's when we get our correction. 
I don't know. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres was on our show yesterday, and uh, she's talking about the mudslides in Montecito, and she got her famous neighbor, Oprah Winfrey, on the phone, and they talked about it, and um, it's as devastating as can be. And, you know, they got evacuated in the middle of the night from their wealthy community. But it's kind of funny because Ellen DeGeneres says, you know, some days I just need more love than others. And today's one of those days where, and you're like, are you kidding me? You live in Montecito, one of the richest neighborhoods in America. You're healthy, you're wealthy, you're wise. But she's emotional. Seeing mud take the lives of 17 people is crazy in the United States. Seriously, we have mudslides killing 17 people. Consult a broker advisor for taking action in any stocks mentioned in the show. Don't forget, I'll be in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge tonight. You can sign up for the event at Rob Black's show. It's 630 to 830. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Something I predicted many years ago is starting to come true. Oracle just opened a charter high school at its headquarters in Redwood City. Students at the Design Tech High School can get mentorship from Oracle employees, intern at Oracle, and take classes on topics like wearables. Other tech companies like Facebook, Salesforce, and Google are also investing heavily in education, attempting to get students STEM skills needed for the future. The public charter high school opened the doors of its $43 million building on Oracle's campus on Tuesday. It's virtually indistinguishable from the tall, curved office buildings lining Oracle's campuses, or campus, except for the crowd of teenagers walking the halls. Design Tech has been around since 2014, and Oracle has been involved with it from the beginning, but this is the first time the school is directly on Oracle's campus. In true Silicon Valley fashion, students also have access to two-story workshop space called Design Realization Garage, where they can work on product prototypes. Like I said, not only is Oracle doing this, but Facebook, Microsoft, and Google, and Salesforce are all trying to make students more tech literate. Data from Pew Research cites a national shortage of software engineers and also shows that U.S. students trail their peers internationally in STEM achievement. Facebook is making efforts to help students and parents learn to code through a website called Tech Prep. Social media giants also working with computer science teachers on curriculum. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg in 2010 donated $100 million to the Newark, New Jersey public school system, which was a disaster. It wasn't spent very well. Google's taken a slightly different approach. Um, they're getting its products in classrooms. Half of primary and secondary students in the U.S. now use Google Apps and Chromebooks in classrooms. Salesforce has pledged $100 million to San Francisco public schools. CEO Mark Benioff treats the fund like a venture capital meeting with principals. So the day and age of tech companies, I think it's pretty glorious of them to start saying, you know, we may not need to have you go get a computer science degree. We'll teach you what you need to be taught if you want to work with us. And the fact that Oracle's doing it on their own campus, it's, it's almost crazy to me. Uh, it almost seems wrong, right? Are you with me? But it's what we need. So we need better education and not general education. Americans, we love our economy, but most of us still don't like Trump. 
That's according to a new uh, poll out there today. Americans love the economy, but most still don't like Trump. Um, a Quinnipiac poll says 66% of American viewer, voters view the economy as excellent or good, but only 36 say they approve of Donald Trump's performance. A large percentage of voters give Trump's predecessor, Barack Obama, credit for the current state of the economy. Wrong. I wasn't expecting that one. In a tweet out this morning, Trump highlighted Wednesday's university poll that showed 66% of voters view the economy as excellent or good. That figure rose from 63% in December, and it's the highest reading since the university started asking the question in 2001. Trump didn't tweet out that the poll that he's quoting didn't say nice things about him, but that's okay. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Oh, is there some, you kind of wish that sometimes you could like get some of the images out of your head that are kind of stuck there. Um, 2018, one of the big things that could be upsetting to the stock market. Um, and this bull market's an incredibly strong bull market, but what could upset it is some of the, what's on Trump's agenda for 2018. Obviously there's midterm elections. And if you see a landslide of Democrats, um, that would probably mean we're going to uh, go into more of a, a sideways action. Um, you know, kind of uh, dread, not dread, deadlock. I was going to say dreadlock. I don't know why. I'm having trouble finding words today. Um, but a thing that I think can upset the markets this year is China and Mexico. And I know you're saying Mexico. Well, the trade deal that we have with Mexico, NAFTA. Uh, you're already seeing Canada and Mexico's currencies getting weaker based on the thought that Trump's going to change the rules. And, you know, anything that was negotiated 20, 30 years ago should be revised. The world's changed. Um, but China is also interesting in this one because uh, China's not an easy pushover anymore. They're a legitimate economy, a legitimate economy. So we have to pay attention to how we deal with them. South Korea plans to ban cryptocurrency trading. That is a big flag if you own cryptocurrencies. Delta raised their profit forecast and the shares are jumping. Um, that's interesting because it's transport and it's in theory looking out to the future. Um, Amazon and Netflix and Netflix are both said to rise at least 12% this year. The average 30-year mortgage rate has risen to 3.99%. Cost of borrowed money to buy homes rose slightly this week, but remains historically low. Um, a lot of people, I think, are going to be looking to buy real estate as an investment, uh, with the new tax laws being what they are. Mortgage buyer Freddie Mac says the average rate on a 30-year fixed rose to 3.99% from 3.95%. This week's rate matches a five-month high set two weeks ago. Uh, the 30-year rate averaged 4.12 last year. Um, so we're still a little bit below that. Low rates, anything below 4 is considered by historical standards um, pretty attractive. The 15-year rate sits at 3.37%, and the 5-year adjustable sits at 3.46%. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. The... Market is buying the dip mentality following the first loss yes of the year yesterday. You're seeing small caps and transports lead today. 
the European Central Bank is hawkish, noting guidance could be changed in early 2018. So those are the, some of the big stories out there for you today. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Chevron's up big today after BMO Capital Markets upgraded Chevron to outperform from market perform um, with oil moving higher. Um, some people are whispering at $80 oil in 2018, currently right around 64. Been a big move. Um, Boeing higher today, big winner today. Uh, big outperformance helping the Dow Jones Industrial Average. General Electric, big winner today. Caterpillar, um, they're all moving higher. Transports are strong evidence by the Dow Jones Transportation Average up 1.1%. All saying that you know we're going to have a good year. That's what they're telling me. Uh, a good six months, and that puts us into July almost, right? Uh, big event tonight. Come on out and see me. Come out to Rob Black Show. Uh, go to Rob Black Show. Sign up for the event tonight in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can sign up using the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Going to go over the economy. Going to go over the stock market. Going to go over tax law changes. Going to go over estate planning and uh, income and retirement. And good products and bad products. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Use code RADIO25 to get in for free. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Death and taxes, they say, are the only two certains in your life. We're all going to die and we're all going to pay taxes in the process. But what if you die? Do you pay taxes? Well, Some people do and some people don't. The death tax is out there. Joining me now to talk a little bit about this, and she'll be there Thursday evening for the big event in Palo Alto. Um, it's the Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, plus the Market Outlook for 2018. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. We use the code Radio25 to get in for free. Michelle Lerman, how are you today? Great, Rob. You are an estate planning attorney. Um, new tax bill obviously has a lot to do with estate planning laws, and they do change, which is kind of crazy, um, but it keeps you busy. It keeps you in business and trying to interpret all these laws. What did you see from the must-know columns of the new tax bill? Well, it certainly puts estate planning on a roller coaster that's been continuing since uh, since uh, 2010. At first, we thought there was going to be a state tax repeal, meaning that you wouldn't have any death taxes at all when you die. And then we were worried about the step up in the income tax basis and worried that that might go away. And, and Rob, here's what we're left with in terms of the estate planning part of the tax bill. What we're left with is uh, temporarily doubling the exemption for estate gift and generation skipping taxes from the $5 million base to a new $10 million base. And that uh, applies for deaths in 2018 through 2025. Of course, it's indexed for inflation, so that means that an individual can now shelter 11.2 million. That's the amount an individual can leave free of estate tax. So let's talk a little bit more on what we should be identifying um, and some planning ideas. What do we need to know, Michelle? Well, first of 
all, for the high net worth individual, which basically means an individual of over 11 million net worth or a married couple of over 22 million net worth, really needs to look at this opportunity to start gifting assets out of your estate now. What a lot of people don't realize is the death tax is actually... Uh, the exemption, rather, from the death tax actually enables people to leave assets during their lifetime. It's not only an exemption when you die. And here's what I mean by that. I mean that an individual can gift up to $11.2 million and not pay any transfer tax on that at all. Of course, it decreases the amount that they can leave exempt from death taxes when they die. But gifting today is a huge benefit because you get assets out of your estate and you get all of that appreciation out of your estate for estate tax purposes. So now is a huge opportunity if you know that you're going to have a taxable estate because your net worth is more than the $11.2 million for a single individual or $22.4 million for a married individual, now's the time to think of setting up irrevocable trusts and gifting assets into those irrevocable trusts. So email, listeners can email you for a special report in the subject line, special report. Uh, to get your special report, put the special report words in the subject line. Uh, you can drop her an email, michelle at lermanlaw.com. It's michelle, as it's expected to be spelled, M-I-C-E-H-E-L-L-E at lermanlaw.com. And it's all about what you need to know about the new tax law. And I'm taking a look at a copy of it now, and it's it's fairly thorough. Um, what are some of the other ways of approaching a trust um, that might be helpful? Because that's part of what you do. Exactly. Well, there's um, a huge issue right now is the non-deductibility of what we call SALT, uh, state and local taxes. And we have to, what that basically means is that if you have property taxes and state income tax, which in California we do have state income tax, it's only now deductible up to $10,000. And for most people, that's going to be used up for property taxes because in California, with our real estate being so expensive, a lot of people are going to use up that exemption, that $10,000 exemption, are going to use that up for property taxes. And it basically means that state income taxes paid are essentially no longer deductible. We're looking at ways for certain individuals then to really reduce their state income tax. And one way to do that that some uh, CPAs will advise you on is consider forming a NING trust. And a NING trust basically stands for a Nevada Incomplete Gift Non-Grantor Trust, basically a way to shift income for non-California source income and shift it to Nevada. So that might be another planning consideration for some people. What does that mean, non-California-based income? Right. So if I am an attorney and I'm practicing law in California, my California is going to tax my income because I'm based in California. So it would be I wouldn't be able to move my legal income into a NING trust 
and therefore avoiding California income tax because the source of my income is California, and that's where I owe California income tax. However, if you were selling a business or another asset that will have a large capital gain, or if you have an asset like a large brokerage portfolio that has sizable distributions that would be taxed, by the, by the person's home state, if the client hadn't set up a special kind of trust, that might be something to consider to move the asset into something called a Ning trust. And it is a, a way to have, uh, it, it's basically move the income out of California. So Michelle will be at the event Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar January 11th. That's this Thursday in Palo Alto. Parking is free and it's easy to get to, 6.30 to 8.30. We all get there about an hour early and we stay 30 extra minutes. If you have questions, they're typically answered during the event, but we're always there to answer questions. But it's Palo Alto Elks Lodge, CFP, Chad Burton. We can go on over Social Security, choose the right accounts, passive versus active portfolio management, managing your IRAs. Michelle's going to be going over some of the tax cuts and the estate planning tips that uh, are important. Uh, moving on, people can sign up at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and use the code Radio Twenty Five to get in free of charge. It's Radio Twenty Five. Um, mortgage interest deduction. It does seem that President Trump, who is a Republican, seems to hate Democrats, especially on the coast, East Coast, West Coast, New York, Connecticut, and California seem to be getting hit the hardest in this tax cut plan, as far as not getting away with murder per se. Um, the new law reduces the limit on deductible mortgage interest of debt to 750000 from the previous cap of $1 million. What do we need to know about mortgage interest deduction, Michelle? Well, interestingly enough, current loans of up to $1 million are grandfathered in, and they're not subject to the new $750,000 cap. That's one thing to note. If you refinance an existing loan, you can also keep the $1 million deduction level as long as the new loan doesn't exceed the amount of the mortgage being refinanced. The And the home equity loans, the interest paid on home equity loans are no longer deductible unless the loan proceeds are used to substantially improve the residence. So look at your mortgage. Perhaps you need to think about paying off your home equity loan. And most important, call your CPA. Talk to your CPA about what planning you need to do for 2018. And keep in mind that this law is actually a temporary law. So it sunsets after 2025. Now, does the estate planning sunset, or will that $22 million stay in place? No, that sunsets also, Rob. So now is the time to do the planning. I haven't heard any CPAs talking about any clawbacks. So it's my understanding, and again, we're going to work very closely with your CPA, that if we establish gifting now to give your full exemption amount, and even if the law reverts back to lower exemption amount, that you would still be able to get those assets out of your estate. So planning now is critical. Sounds good. Thanks very much. Michelle Lerman, you can find her at LermanLaw.com. You can come out to the event. She has a special report on the new tax laws. You have to send her an email to get it for free. In the subject line, use the code SPECIALREPORT. 
and Michelle at LermanLaw.com. We'll send that out to you. It's Michelle at LermanLaw.com. You can also come out to the event Thursday evening from 630 to 830, and all that information will be there as well. Retirement Income Strategies and Estate Planning Seminar, Palo Alto, January 11th from 630 to 830. It's $25, but as a radio listener, you get in free with code RADIO25. That's RADIO25. Moving onward and upward. Um, That was a mouthful, huh? This law, it's a pretty big change. And uh, again, it grandfathers out. It sunsets. And you're like, whoa. Uh, Today we saw Trump Tower in midtown Manhattan catch fire. That was a big story um, for about two minutes. The thing to me that's a big story is that there's a fire in the 58-story midtown Manhattan skyscraper known as the Trump Tower. And you kind of get firefighters and you kind of get police officers. That's the difficult part about New York City is that they have to be there within minutes and help cool off a tower that's hot. But they have to do it in the sky. Um, Trump's wife, Melania, and young son, Barron, lived in the Trump Tower through the first few months of Trump's presidency, but the family moved into the White House in June of last year. So Trump Tower still retains a large security presence. It's often protected during large public events in Manhattan. It obviously would be a target. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. Big event coming up this Thursday. You can sign up by using the code RADIO25 for the Palo Alto Elks Lodge event. Find me at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Thanks for listening to the show. I promise if you listen that I'll do my best to get you enough content that you can scrap together and hopefully put together a plan and start heading towards retirement sooner rather than later. One company that I think you could still own is Netflix. Barclays is recommending Netflix today, citing optimism over the company's subscriber growth. Barclays analyst is predicting the internet streaming giant will generate annual sales growth of 27% through 2019, starting in 2016. He thinks the next three to five years, Netflix is likely to become the second biggest media company by revenue. Next only to Disney. Netflix original content success will boost its financial results. Netflix bull cases at the core is relatively simple. If subscriber growth is faster than content cost growth over time, it could become one of the most successful media companies. Barclays thinks that's possible. Their view is supported by Netflix's global footprint and access to 550 million broadband subscribers. Demonstrated pricing power growing content library, changing mix towards local content, and its increasing stickiness due to multiple seasons of established originals. So, are you game? Or do you look at it and go, man, it's had a good run for 10 years? Right now, Netflix has roughly 5,800 titles on its streaming service, and it's going to spend $10 million to $12 billion for content this year. He thinks the company's going to grow at 27% through 2019. Inertia tends to benefit early movers and market leaders and is likely to help price and growth. How much would you pay for Netflix? And knowing that Stranger Things is going to have a season 3, 4, 5, and 6, are you going to stick around for year 3, 4, 5, and 6? So Netflix got you for 6 years. 10 bucks a month, 120 bucks a year, times 6, right? It's worthy of thinking about. It's you know maybe not worthy of doing, but it's worthy of thinking about. Uh, if you invested a thousand dollars in Google ten years ago, how much do you think you'd have? 
Now, search engines had already existed when Larry Page and Sergey Brin decided to take a chance by thinking up and presenting the world with Google. The risk paid off. The pair are worth over $100 billion combined. If you'd taken a chance and invested in Google in 2007, you might not have made billions, but still your choice would have been a wise one. That's because you would have roughly tripled your money, $1,000 investment in Google as uh, represented by, I guess, Alphabet. Back in 2007, would be worth $2,922 today. Um, it's been a good 15, 10, 15 years, right? Uh, whether your FedEx $1,000 10 years ago is $2,100. Nike $1,000 10 years ago invested in Nike would be $3,300. Amazon $1,000 invested would be $12,398. Apple, it would be $6,200, and $1,000 invested in Netflix 10 years ago would be $51,966 today. Not too shabby. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up tonight. Tonight, whoa, I'm going to have a long day. Show tomorrow is always a doozy because I always sound like I'm exhausted because I am. <laughs> But I'm going to be in Palo Alto tonight at the Elks Lodge, 630 to 830. CFP Chad Burton will be there. And uh, would love to see you there. Uh, you can sign up for the event at Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show, use code radio25. It's income in retirement. Um, a stock that had a good year last year could always come back to earth. And the stock market growth trade dominated 2017. And one strategist... Bank of, Lynch, Bank of America Merrill Lynch analyst thinks the tables will be turned this year with value outshining growth. Russell 1000 growth index was up 28% last year. It handily beat the so-called value trade. Growth beat value by 17%. That's the biggest gap since 2009. At the heart of a possible growth versus value trade reversal is the GOP tax reform. Um, and it accelerates profit cycles. So maybe it's time for you to think of value in your portfolio if you haven't already. You're always trying to go where the ball's going. Go to where the puck's going, not to where the puck is, is the idea. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs raised their kids basically tech-free. And it should be a pretty big red flag that putting an iPhone in your kid's hand and letting them watch Google, YouTube all day might not be the best thing. When two of the biggest technology pioneers um, showed a strictness with how much technology kids could use. Um, psychologists are quickly learning how dangerous smartphones can be for teenage brains. Research has found that eighth graders' risk for depression jumps 27% when he or she uses social media frequently. I don't like social media. I find it discouraging as hell. Because I know that in my heart I need a vacation. And I see all my friends on vacation. And it just it just hurts. So I try to limit my uh, exposure to uh, Facebook. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, I will be out tonight in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. Use code radio25 to get in for free. What is it? It's income and retirement planning. Um, I can't wait to see you there. You can check me out at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show and sign up using the code radio25 to get in for free tonight.
You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW on the iHeartRadio app. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.